Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so excited today to be joined by the fantastic Tobias Menzies to talk all about his film, You Hurt My Feelings. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about is Nicole Holofcener's writing, because I know in the film premiered at Sundance, you talked about how her writing and, and the specificness of the way that she writes was a lot of what drew you into this project in the beginning. And she writes with such a beautiful balance between comedy and drama, because the comedy really comes from a space of truthfulness of its characters, rather than being about landing specific punchlines. Um, you know, and it's very intimate storytelling, which then in turn creates this much larger discourse course. And I was interested in how you went into this project in finding the delicacies and the balance of, of tone that she creates in those ways. Yeah, I completely agree about what you say about her writing. It's, um, yeah, a really fine writer. And, and a, a lot of that's about the sort of deafness of the characterization. Um, I think they're often kind of smart, complicated people, funny. Um, and I just really like her brain about how she sees the world, how she, you know, her her view on things um, is is quite original, authentic, uh, and very kind of yeah. It's a sort of um, and so it's it was very nice to sort of spend time in her head for a few weeks shooting it, and um, and made the job of being in it and, and and filming with her yeah pretty easy actually because uh, she does a lot of the work in the in the line by line. And in in playing your character, who's the therapist, there's a number of scenes that we see throughout the film and and it's such an interesting dynamic to watch those scenes because there's such a necessary element of neutrality for him and his job where he has to leave his own emotions outside of the door and yet we still get these kind of very nuanced inklings of how he's feeling and and particularly you know when he has clients saying we don't think you're doing a good job he can't immediately retaliate and respond in the way that he would if it was outside of that room but we yeah. still get little senses of it and so how did you go into a lot of those scenes because it feels like it's a much more minute aspect at play in your performance Yes, I guess those are little chamber pieces, um, the, the therapy scenes. Um, and yes, there's a nice kind of obstacle in that, um, yeah, I, in that in arena, <clears throat> I, I can't, maybe I can't just, uh, in, you know, in an incontinent kind of way, be honest. Uh, it's a different, you're reaching for a different type of honesty, uh, sort of professional, therapeutic kind of honesty uh, in that space compared to, the uh yeah the honesty that's being demanded of me in uh in my marriage and uh and so yeah see him increasingly kind of with some of his clients try and push into more honesty and, and the various ways in which that sort of succeeds or fails um um but yes the kind of yeah the it was, yeah, I had to sort of like grade how that was being shown, I think, uh, through those ones, yeah. And it's also one of the spaces that we get to start seeing his relationship with his own vulnerabilities, you know, because that's where he starts to question, am I still good at my job? You know, when he gets a detail wrong about a patient and he's talking to his friend later, he's like, I never used to have that issue. That never used to come up for me. Um, yeah. But he's not someone who necessarily expresses a lot of his vulnerabilities outward. And so how did you view the relationship that he starts to have in terms of just questioning certain things about himself? Um. Yeah, I think um, questioning both, yeah, it's happening on sort of two fronts. It's happening with the work, and then also he's starting to have some insecurities about his his body, his face, his, his age, and sort of 
Yeah, um, which is obviously an interesting one because often that's been shown in sort of female characters in a lot of drama, but maybe less so in, in men. And um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the, it's one of the definitely sort of in the, in the, in the, at the heart of the character and, and the sort of journey that he goes through in the film is him kind of navigating these uncertainties that are starting to crop up in his sort of midlife. And and obviously the central crux of uh, of the antagonistic element in his marriage is his wife overhearing him saying, I don't actually like her new book. I don't love the writing in it, even though he's been saying that he does. But it also explores all the really minute ways in which we kind of placate people or give them validation when we feel like we need it. You know, the, the film opens with them at an anniversary dinner where they both give each other presents that neither of them actually love receiving. And so there's all these kind of small details throughout that we see both mm. of them doing it. And so how did you want to explore the kind of minute details of those those little validations that he gives her in different ways, even outside of the, the book writing? Um. Yes, I mean, what Nicole does is she um, builds up lots of textures around the same theme, lots of different kind of angles on the same issue. And, yeah, and so she establishes a relationship which is you come to learn there's been these kind of small granular um, dishonesties. Um, And, but I guess uh, what the film is doing is that it's saying, it's not particularly judgmental about that because I think everyone, it's a big part of life. It's the thing that oils um, oils our, our days with each other um, because, you know, I think just being honest all the time is quite hard. Um, but, yeah, and I think I like about the film that it's not, doesn't come, doesn't give easy answers to the question of how honest can you be with the people that are closest to you. Um, you know, in the same film you have Jeannie Berlin, playing um, Beth's mother, being very honest to her with her all the time. But I mean, it, that doesn't feel particularly helpful or um, supportive either. Um, it's not like that's the solution. And so, yeah. Um, but I think the the earrings thing is, a, it's also just a really good joke. Yeah. And when he's having the conversation with his friend, Mark, um, played wonderfully by Ariane Moyed, um, I, I love the fact you can see that you can see the literal physical discomfort and even saying out loud and you can tell that he hasn't told anyone else in his life. And even just the fact that you're standing there with like your hands literally tucked in t- underneath your arms during that scene, we see that it's something that's not easy for him to say out loud. And so what felt important for you to capture in, in the way that you delivered that scene? Um, I think that was the first scene I shot actually. So it was mainly just sort of like, Try not to screw it up on the first day. Um, um, yeah, and we stood in front of this very impressive wall of socks, um, which had been kind of <laughs> art decoration had <laughs> imposed on this sports shop. Um, so yeah, I think, and actually, a bit of that was <clears throat> it wasn't in a way it wasn't hugely scripted that bit in the film, and so she had she was sort of giving me a few things to say because essentially the shot is on Julia kind of hearing and so she gave me a few more lines and um but yeah mainly it's shot kind of from us away from us so um but yes I guess the mainish thing was trying to land I always felt like the reasonableness of what he you know he he was not a bad person and he was 
um, afraid to tell her the truth and it sort of got in a in a fix. It you know he let it go too long and now it was you know couldn't see a way to to speak to her about it. Yeah, and and because of what you're saying there in terms of it not being a heavily scripted scene, mm-hmm. it always sounds like Nicole works with actors in a way where the writing feels very specific in her movies, but also that she really gives actors a lot of space to kind of find their own place within scenes. And so how did you find that dynamic where you have all the details that you need on the page, but you also have freedom of exploration with her as a director? Yes, I mean, I didn't change very much, but um, yes, that was sort of, she. we would tweak small things, um, but it was a pretty tight script um, and it was in really, you know, so it wasn't like I needed very much, you know, to do that. But yeah, you always felt there was a kind of fluidity about it as well. So if there's something didn't feel quite right, it didn't sit in the mouth, you could definitely ask the question. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure that when it came to shooting, the that the production schedule was fairly limited and and fairly fast. But it it does sound like there was a little bit of time to kind of play around with certain scenes and rehearsals. And so in that time that you, Nicole, and Julia had to kind of explore scenes together before going into shooting them, what were some of the important discoveries for you that came out in terms of specific scenes or just aspects of your character? Truth is, we have very little rehearsal, really, and we shot pretty quick. The whole thing was done in like, 22 days, so it was, um, I think we had maybe a day, and we sort of skipped or sort of read through the main scenes. Um, some of those bigger, you know, like the, the birthday dinner scene when she confronts me or, um, you know, the scene... Um, when I kind of explain, you know, we, we actually have it out and it ends up with her, you know, bringing in the, the rack of earrings and stuff, those larger scenes. Um, I think mainly we were just ironing out that we were all kind of on the same page. Uh, if there were any kind of, there were no bumps in it. And then really um, to trust each other to sort of work it out as we, as we filmed it. Um, yeah. Had to be I, I love that Yeah. I love that scene that you just mentioned where she comes out with the rack of earrings that he's bought her over the years. And she's like, one time I said I wanted these and then you just continue to buy me leaf earrings for the rest of our marriage. Um, Because you kind of don't know how he's going to respond at first. And then it's very endearing with the fact that it is laughter and it is amusement at that. Was it always amusement and laughter that was on the page for that scene or were there different possibilities of how he was going to respond emotionally? Uh, That's a good question. I can't quite remember. Um, I would say... Yeah, I don't think there's a world in which she was going to be kind of defensive or angry about or felt kind of hurt. Uh, um, that never felt like a, an interesting way to go because, you know, they've obviously kind of, things have sort of opened up in that moment. And so I think, but also I think uh, at one point, slightly making Julia laugh. And so that suddenly felt like a a good way for it to, yeah, um, but again, yeah, not not massively talked through, sort of discovered as we were shooting it, yeah. And it, it's also the first time that you and Julia Louis-Dreyfus have worked together on a film. And um, I know at Sundance, the two of you were, were talking about how you kind of didn't have to have very many conversations about their marriage and about details of, of their history. And so what were some of the aspects aspects of, of kind of building that length of history and and the, the solidness of the relationship that they have that just came very naturally to the two of you versus the spaces where you did have some some conversation and want to kind of flesh certain details out? Yeah, again, because of the schedule, we just that, that it was again quite intuitive. The whole thing. Um, 
we had a, a sort of a couple of conversations not that long at the beginning and more just uh general like what's what's the overall tone of it and we were sort of on the same page that we wanted it to be you know a couple who are still really into each other and it was essentially a good marriage so there was a kind of that was the bedrock um and yeah and i you know sometimes that's not not a bad thing that you don't have loads and loads of time to kind of look at it from every angle sometimes just following your gut and trusting the other person and when you're you know, when you're working with someone as good as her um yeah that can be that can be just as good a route into things do you do you tend to prefer kind of coming from, from that more intuitive place or having a little bit more time to kind of dive into some of the details or does it really just depend on the character and the project and who you're working with yeah it really depends on the situation really um different types of different strokes for different you know folks in a way different um it just depends on the sort of the text and the the type of material that you're in a way there's a sort of a deafness of this uh, and a sort of fineness to Nicole's writing which means that you can't hit it too hard can't work it too hard arguably you know that um a lot of the a lot of the stuff is kind of buried in there anyway so um and so maybe keeping it kind of pacey and light on ter- in terms of prep can help with that um <clears throat> And then other times it's great to be able to dig in really deep and kind of have loads of chat about stuff. That can be a, a, a that can be really fruitful too. But yeah, it, there's sort of no there's no hard rules with these things I find. But. And in terms of their body language, there's so much expressed about their relationship and the different spaces that they're in through that. You know, from them having a picnic together and sharing food, kind of sharing the same ice cream, which feels like it was obviously a very scripted moment, you know, against some of the slight more dis- slightly more distant moments where even just how close or far apart they are on a couch when she hasn't told him why she's annoyed, but there's definitely something at play and he's trying to figure it out. Um, and so how did you kind of take those elements that were specifically on the page, like sharing food together, and then also use that to explore other elements of how you could really use a lot of their mannerisms and body language together? Yeah, again, I mean, that's none of that I don't think was really plotted out. It's more, you just sort of play what's in front of you, play the scene. I mean, a lot of that stuff is sort of been charted or tra- sort of tracked in what Nicole has written. Um, so, yeah, they have the, the natural kind of intimacy of a couple who share food. And that's obviously inherent, is, is already quite eloquent about a, a couple that they do that. And then, you know, the, the sort of version that the sun has towards it that already gives you like a ton of stuff about that household in a way. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, in terms of like not being very close on the sofa, you know, that was, you know, Nicole saying up the shot and then going, you know, you, um, you wouldn't want to be anywhere near him. So you're down the other end. Um, but again, yeah, all of that was sort of, you know, working you know pretty fly really and did you did you have a sense ahead of time of kind of how you wanted him to start piecing things together you know because he's not being given information he's not being given details by her of why she's not talking to him and why she kind of ignores him and walks out of the room when he says certain things but he it feels like he does start kind of gradually figuring out some of the details even even if he doesn't know the specifics and so how did you kind of play around with that that sense of him trying to figure out what's actually going wrong in his marriage um 
Yeah, so I sort of did my best thinking acting, you know, uh, trying to like, <laughs> um, yeah, again, I would say that stuff, less is more probably, you know, um, and it's about, I guess, I mean, it's a very relatable thing. We've, uh, you know, everyone's been in those situations where you know you're in the, in a, in the stink, you know, um, but you can't, you know, you're not going to be let out yet. And so you've just got to sort of sit through it. Um, and the, those sort of unspoken, yeah, the unspoken information that kind of flies between couples, I think. Yeah. So that is that sort of stuff. Isn't it? Did you find overall with this project that there, there were a lot of those elements of, of less is more in your performance? Because there's a, there's a lot of instances, even if we look at the way that the two of them are, are talking to their son and having conversations about his life, it feels like he's the one to hold back a little bit more in those spaces. And so he is one of those characters where there's just as much in the space in between and the things he doesn't say. Yeah, I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, I, I guess that was my instinct with it. Um, to... Yeah, to to try to make it, you know, I think, I think her writing is naturally kind of subtextual as well as kind of comedic. But um, yeah, I definitely wanted him to feel as real as possible, and and I guess that's my natural rhythm, maybe. And that felt I feel like that played quite well against Judy's natural rhythm, which is a bit more front-footed and kind of vocal. And so, but that was just, again just sort of, sort of naturally just falling into sort of little patterns um which felt they, they played okay and you know nicole seemed happy so you're kind of like let's go with that yeah uh. <laughs> and i wanted to ask about the dynamic of of filming the dinner scene when it's the two of them along with michaela watts watkins and and arian moyad as well because there's so many kind of combustible elements at play for each of the the marriages and the relationships but also just the dynamic of the four of them together and so I was interested in kind of going into filming a scene like that where there's so many different emotional layers going on for every single one of you yeah something like that I mean mainly you just need to make sure that you really know it very well because it's going to be flying around and you want to be kind of be able to be kind of fleet-footed with it um yeah and I guess the main thing was grading like at what point does he at what point does it land and him he knows what he's done and he's sort of still kind of denying it and you know that because there's an accusation she says you know you gaslighting me in it um and i don't think it's quite as coherent as that on his part but he sort of goes into a sort of defensive mode and just sort of um just sort of reflexively just starts going, it's not, it's not what I meant. Um, and yeah, so just as a charting of, of what he's realizing, what he's understanding and what he's sort of, um, and how, how sort of aware he is of what he then does. Uh, I suppose it was sort of trying to find that path through. I think I did, I was suggesting removing a line, I think, which I think, uh, of, of I think uh, to put uh, to one of Julia's lines later, so the reveal of what she, you know uh, of what's going on was a little later for him. So he, you know, so actually he has to try and work it out for longer through it, which felt, felt a bit more interesting. Um, to yeah, th those sort of things. Yeah. 
I love that. I mean, there, there's so much kind of intimacy at play in terms of the performance, but so much in terms of what the film explores. So congratulations on a wonderful film and thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Really nice to see you again and chat. Yeah, thanks a lot.